Greetings and welcome to the God's Word is Life podcast for the week of November 5th. This is Pastor Mark Anderson. Thank you very much for joining me here today. The violent anti-Jewish rhetoric and behavior that has poured into the streets of America, Western Europe, and other places in the last month are focused on concern for the Palestinian cause. There's actually a lot more going on here, uh, which has widespread implications for life in the Western world, certainly, and also in other places. Before I comment on that, I'd like to make an observation about um, what Martin Luther called the doctrine of the two kingdoms, because it's pertinent to uh, my comments later. Luther talked about the kingdom on the right and the kingdom on the left. And uh, it works like this in simple terms. On the one hand, the, on the kingdom on the right, God uses all forms of law in all societies to make society as civil as possible and to restrain evil. If you think about it, every society, whether it's a simple society to a very sophisticated civilization, they all have legal systems to uh, provide civil order and to restrain evil. It's common throughout the world. On the other hand, Luther wanted to say there's a kingdom on the left, and that is that unique kingdom that God uses to implement the gospel of Jesus Christ, the proclamation of the forgiveness of sins, in which, to use Luther's words, God calls, gathers, enlightens, and sanctifies a people in faith through Christ. Both kingdoms have their place, but they're not the same. We believe that there will be no kingdom of God established in this world through the implementation of the law. There will be no fully realized heaven on earth here when everybody finally falls in line. The kingdom of God will be realized in a new creation that God alone will bring. In the meantime, societies are free to establish flexible laws that bring about as just and peaceful a world as possible and that requires a lot of flexibility and uh, and uh, patience in working through this legal problem that always exists. The Islamic religion sees things differently. Their ideal world is one where every person submits to the absolutes of the revealed word of God in Sharia law. After all, the word Islam actually means submission. And while Islam is not monolithic and they have their groups just like Christianity does and other religions do, a vast majority of Muslims certainly are not gun-wielding terrorists. Enough of them are to cause concern across the world. Those who claim that Allah is a God of peace need to have a conversation, it seems to me, with those hundreds of thousands of other Muslims across the world who are quite willing to take up arms and commit violent acts and provocations in the name of the God of peace. Western societies today are losing confidence in themselves and the Greco-Roman Judeo-Christian moral order that has stood beneath our civilization. The erosion of this confidence, <clears throat> to some extent, has been the deliberate effort and work of um, some of the institutions of the Western world. So it's no accident that it's take, taken root and it's starting to bear its evil fruit. 
But the new religion of the West, which we can characterize broadly as equity, pluralism, toleration, and inclusion, are weak when they when stood up against the religious confidence of Islam. Europe is discovering this, and uh, other parts of the world are discovering this as well. Muslims are convinced of their superiority. With a legalistic certainty, they claim to have received the final and ultimate word from God about, well, everything. And it's simply a fact that many Muslims live very uneasily in cultures where Islam is not religiously, politically, and culturally dominant. For they make no distinction between sacred and secular law. There is no kingdom on the left and kingdom on the right. Secular law is flexible and adapts. Sharia law is inflexible, enduring, permitting no irony, no criticism. It is immovable and untouchable. And so Islam presses on, barely tolerating, in many cases, what to them is ultimately intolerable, the non-Islamic world in all its forms and expressions. If, if Islam is to find a place in the West, difficult questions really ought to be asked. And those questions ought to be asked at the ground level where you and I live among our neighbors, um, Muslim and non-Muslim neighbors. These are important questions to discuss, it seems to me. For example, can Islam affirm the political and cultural inheritance of the West? Freedom of speech, freedom of association and religion. Can Islam learn to put religious law in a category apart from secular law? Can Islam absorb criticism, even what it sees as blasphemy for the sake of a diverse and pluralistic society? Can Islam turn from its rigid legalisms toward a more tolerant, flexible posture. In the current atmosphere of Western self-loathing and appeasement, whether these questions will be asked with any real seriousness, well, it's an open question. Nevertheless, as citizens of the West, Christian or otherwise, it seems to me that it is an obligation upon us to do so. Now, as Christian people, we have the joy and obligation of reaching out to our neighbors, Islamic and otherwise, with the gospel of an authentic peace. The peace that comes through that forgiveness that is in Jesus Christ. That proclamation of that good word of the kingdom on the left. Forgiveness, after all, is a far more potent force than the resentments and harsh, inflexible bigotries that drive much of the Islamic cause and all forms of legalisms. This, is, this hard task of living and proclaiming the more excellent way of love and forgiveness in Christ is the genius and power of the Christian faith. For that faith is not fueled by the demand to conform to brittle legalisms or resentful, envious political ideologies but the resilient, gracious, and merciful love of the living God we know in Jesus Christ. Thank you for joining me today for this uh, podcast. If you have any questions or comments, please feel free to uh, 
reply on the contact section of the website. I really enjoy hearing from you. Um, there'll be another podcast up uh, next week. And uh, in the meantime, you're welcome to uh, browse the content here on the site. And as I say, I'd, uh, we really appreciate hearing from you. If you want to reach out, that would be great. So until next time, uh, God, God bless you and grace to you.